Welcome to the Media Mavens Podcast, brought to you by the Evergreen Network. The Media Mavens Podcast is where you'll hear the latest and greatest trends, topics, and tribulations with industry leaders. And here is your host of the Media Mavens Podcast. She is the original Media Maven, Sarah Miller. Hi, this is Sarah Miller, CEO of Access Entertainment and your host for Media Mavens Podcast. I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Michelle Koshman at AMB Publicity. Hi, Michi. Hi, Sarah. How are you, doll? I'm good. I always love having you. What are you up to? Not much. Just, um, I did go for a walk yesterday for my birthday. Good. Trying to stay healthy. I know that good. for all of our listeners, they are on lockdown again or just got an alert. They're going on lockdown <laughs> So I'm super excited. We have our next guest coming on just because I feel like I just think everybody's so stressed with the holidays. Yeah. Holidays yeah. are stressful as it is right now. But so I think it's all about taking care of yourself from the business to the personal stuff. Are you working Let's out start. and going for walks and getting vitamin D and C? So I've definitely been doing more bike riding. And then Sarah, I found some stairs and I thought that sounded really fun. I tried it a couple of days and I realized I'm going to have to work up to it. But yeah, I'm definitely trying. I, I, you know, I want to go snowboard. I was waiting for snow, but it's all about, yes. health. It's all about health right now. So I'm super That's excited. Right. So I want to bring our guest on like Georgia Homsini. She's from Georgia and I don't know. Georgia, I don't know where you're from. I'll say Raleigh, Raleigh, North Carolina. I know I just screwed that up. But you're the owner and the CEO and founder of an amazing company called Daily Dose Wellness. And I'm excited to have you on. I know we chat about this because everybody's dealing with wellness. And it seems like you built your company during COVID. And we're so excited to talk about wellness with you right now. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Michelle. Yes, I am living in Raleigh right now. Yes, I moved here about two and a half years ago, but truth be told, I am a Jersey girl at heart. So Aww. I moved down here from New York. So very much a New York, New Jersey girl at my core. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So, so what's going on with you? Like, I know we connected a while, like, God, I think like weeks ago. And I was excited to have you on our show because at the time, like Michelle and I were always talking about exercising, working out, recipes, staying healthy. But, you know, I'm a big believer that health is your business as well as your, your, you know, your physical being. And I love that you were in the beverage industry and you just started Daily Dose in April during COVID. What, tell us what made you move from where you were at into this, um, especially the timing right now? Sure. So I had worked in beer and brand management for about eight years. And before COVID, I had made the decision that I had exhausted my career in the beverage industry and was looking for the next thing I wanted to do. So I left my company in February. And at the time that all this happened, I was actually living abroad. So I went on a, a four-month trip, what was supposed to be a four-month trip, living in different countries to really try and figure out what I wanted to do next. And while I was on that trip, I was around all these entrepreneurs that really inspired me. And I have to credit some of those people that I was on the trip with, which 
helped launch me into this next phase that I'm now in. Um, so basically, I, I came home. I was living in South Africa. And when everything happened with COVID, people were freaking out. You have to get back. And, you know, families were alarmed that we were all over there. So a lot of people from my trip came back. And when I came back, I was trying to figure out what do I do next? And my background's in marketing. So I was applying for marketing jobs and it, it just didn't feel right. I felt this pull towards wellness, which is really what I'm passionate about. So I thought I have a corporate background. Why not take something I'm passionate about and apply it to a corporate setting, which is so needed right now because coming from the corporate background, I know how overworked people are and that there aren't enough resources to give people in that space. Yeah, I know. So, so that's yeah. how this came about. Just your tra- and the fact that you were traveling is amazing. And it's just, you took everything that you had to deal with on a daily, weekly basis and turned it around. So, it, so you found a solution for a chronic problem we all deal with on getting burnt out with work. Now, now where, like, are you focused? I mean, is this daily dose? Is it, are they, are, and I know we don't have events right now. So is it just, is it a digital platform that offers from nutrition to meditation to yoga? Is it seminars? Is it a network? Tell us a little bit more about what the company does. Sure. So I started the company with the premise that we would service businesses in the Raleigh area and go in doing in-person yoga, meditation, nutrition, and and different wellness services like that. But none of us knew how long the pandemic was going to last. I think initially we thought, oh, offices were going to be back open at some point this year. So really it gave me the time to get things up and running. But as you know, the progression of the pandemic seemed never ending or longer than we expected. I pivoted to be more virtual. So now we're able to offer our services virtually. And the good news is, is that a lot of what we do can be done online. You know, you can do a cooking demo virtually. You can do a yoga class virtually. So out of our nine services, seven of them can be done virtually, which is great because now we're able to go outside of just the Raleigh area and really offer that to any other business in the U.S. that is looking for wellness. I was just going to ask you, so because I I spoke with somebody the other day, um, I'm excited to actually have her on our show in the food industry, and she created such a great idea and concept during covid and, you know, for local deliveries in L.A., but she's now expanding nationwide just because, you know, there's such a market of everybody's at home and it's just a new way to live your life into the next year or two with all this. And so are you going to really look at this opportunity to expand? Because I'm sure people are stressed, have the same issues everywhere. You're based in Rally. You created this for local people in Rally, but I feel like as a digital platform from all the, you know, tips and guides and things you could do and weekly, monthly, you know, at home breathing and, you know, wellness, I feel like this is a great business model to like offer the digital platform and subscription nationwide. Absolutely. Right. Exactly. And I, I think the key, because there are 
a lot of platforms out there that might offer corporate wellness. And I think the differentiator for me is that I want it to be more relationship-based where we're integrated into the company's culture. So I, I'm a proponent of all wellness. So if you have an app that you're doing workouts on, I think that's great. But for us, our model is more working with companies to actually have assigned days of the week where we would have an ongoing class. That way, it's something that the employees look forward to. The company is prioritizing it. And it also has that community feel because, hey, you could be doing a yoga class with the CEO. Um, So really trying to get into that mindset where it's integrated into the culture Because I think a lot of companies are like, oh, yeah, we have wellness, we have an app, and some people might use it, check, you know, wellness box checked off. And that's really not the direction that we're going after. We really are. And that's why we're looking at more mid-sized businesses that might be a bit more nimble. And you have leadership that really buys into the benefits that come from those activities. So Georgia, what benefits have you found come from um, company culture, corporate wellness? As a po- why not have an individual just go, hey, this works for me and this works for Sarah. Why would a company want to do this together? Can you tell us more about those benefits? Yeah, I think it's just the prioritization of it coming from management, I think that's what's going to boost morale and the company culture and really help the employees feel like they are part of something outside of just work in the work setting, if that makes sense. So I've spoken to a lot of people who I've asked, hey, does your company do wellness? They don't even know. I mean, that, and that's, It's so difficult for me to hear that because I think it's great if companies, whatever they offer in regards to wellness is great. I'm a proponent of any wellness, like I said, but if employees don't even know that there is a resource for them to be utilizing, then to me, I think there's a communication gap and it might just be something that someone says, hey, we need to have something for wellness, check the box. So that's, that's why I would prefer to, you know, work, work with companies that want to make it more part of their culture. And then people are excited to do yoga on Mondays during their lunch break. And the company realizes, hey, we shouldn't be scheduling meetings at this time because we're actually placing a focus on employee wellness. And then I think that resonates better with your staff because they feel like you are prioritizing it. Yeah, what, what part of the whole wellness um, have you found that's more important? Because I know we're all forced to work from home. So like I did the whole switch over when I realized this isn't going anywhere temporarily. Um, I had to get a new <laughs> chair at home. I had, to, you know, I had to restructure home office at that point. Is it ergonomically, I think, is a big issue because, you know, how you act, how sore you are, you know, like just the aches and pains. Is this because you're bent over a computer on a desk all day. So like, is it like, I mean, if you had to sit there and say, okay, from a scale of one to 10, the most important thing for wellness, is it nutrition? Is it meditation? You know, the ergonomically correct way to be at a desk all day. I mean, sleep is always critical because I don't think anybody's been sleeping for anxiety. (laughs) But I mean, where, where are you finding the most 
important parts of wellness that's affecting everybody during COVID? Yeah, for me, it's mental. So the if someone said, hey, we can only do one thing, I would guide them towards either meditation or yoga because that yoga not only moves the body, but it also helps your mind. But not everyone is maybe into yoga. So meditation is something that could take five minutes a day and really make an impact because not only does it calm you in that mind, but what we find with meditation that it builds up stress resilience. So the more you meditate, you will start to see yourself responding differently to stressful situations. And who wouldn't want that? You know, if you're an employer and employees, you know, are getting stressed throughout the day or there's conflict that they have to overcome, who wouldn't want their employees to be handling that in a calm manner rather than, you know, emotions flying high, which a lot of people's are right now, naturally. Yeah, so I am definitely not a yoga person, but like I converted my my um, garage into a gym, and like I go, I mean, we're in LA, so it's it's the weather's much nicer, so I've been out hiking and moving. But like everybody I've been talking to is like yoga, get into yoga. There's a yoga for everybody, but that's where I do rely on digital and online because we are at home and you can't go to a class. You know, I you know, there's tips and there's things to do for stretching and stuff that I think everybody's got to do. But so I'm always trying to find things like, I mean, I'm always going on, whether it's Instagram or just in general, I think I'm always trying to find that online since I can't physically go into a place right now. So right. I think it's hard. And I can have people in the corporate, corporate wellness is big, but they're all working from home. So they've got to offer their staff a means of like, you know, stay calm, stay grounded, you know, we're getting through this together. So I'm surprised there's not more people like tapping in online on, like you said, meditation, wellness, stretching, right. yoga to keep it I going. Th- I think a lot of people are, but it, you're right. There, there are certain misconceptions, let's say. So taking yoga, people may think, oh, I need to be flexible or super fit to do yoga. And that's just a myth we're trying to debunk because you know, we have a chair yoga class where you can literally be in your work clothes. You don't even have to change into your gym clothes and you can do it right at your desk. And just doing 30 minutes of that, you feel so much better when you're sitting at the computer all day and you can end the day with a 30 minute chair yoga that requires no athletic ability. Michelle, we need that movement. <laughs> uh, yes, we do. <laughs> we I'll do a movement. free session for you both. You'll see. There you go. We, we could do You'll yoga. be my ambassadors. We could do yoga <laughs> Zoom. We could do yoga Zoom. We're at our desk. Yes. Because here's the key. It's, it's not, people think, oh, yoga, that's a form of exercise. And it can be. But the key component is the mental aspect, once again. So what I was saying about meditation, it also applies for yoga. And a lot of our our yoga classes, they start and or end with a meditation component. And that's because the key, even if you don't do any of the moves, if you can just quiet your mind temporarily, that's where the benefit comes in from a mental perspective. So if you're like me, you know, I'm very type A and always need to be multitasking and doing things. So I, I gravitate towards vinyasa yoga because that's 
that has more movement. But my yoga instructors actually tell me your personality type needs more calm yoga. That way you're taking that mental break. So it's very interesting, the added benefits beyond just the movement piece of it. I have been told that by so many people because I'm so <laughs> triple A and like, you, you know, calm. Oh, but I'm like, yoga's not fast enough, quick enough. I need to go hiking, running, sweating. I know. You're like me, Sarah. I, I'm like, I need to be moving more in this segment. <laughs> I cannot stop. I cannot just sit and do nothing. Then my mind starts racing and spinning because I'm not moving. Oh my God. I'm not a good but yoga you, person, right. but I will but do you know it with Michelle online. You know what, but that makes so much sense too, because you're talking about an overall wellness and it feels more and more to me like this is more of what has traditionally been an Eastern behavior or mentality of overall making the body and the mind well. And then you mentioned resilience, then you just naturally, these things just don't happen because you are in such a strong and complete and satisfied place that the body doesn't turn on you. Right. Right. Is that, is that kind of just the premise? Exactly, Michelle. And, and that is really a a deeper reason too, that I started this business because I feel like we have a tendency to react once there's a problem. And the whole point of yoga meditation, it's been known to reduce anxiety and depression and all of these things that so many people are struggling with. And it helps us be more preventative in our wellness. But I feel like our mentality in this country is very much like, oh, you have a problem. Here's a pill. Here's a quick fix. You know, and it's, uh, I struggle with it. I do. So, you know, if we can help people be more healthy at the onset, then, I mean, companies aren't going to pay as much for their healthcare costs, things like that are going to come into play. And that's why it makes sense for, from a business standpoint, you want to help people, but the pushback for businesses often is, oh, we don't want to invest in wellness. But I mean, the smart companies are seeing that this has an ROI impact from healthcare, from retention. People are leaving companies because they're burnt out. They're not happy. Think about how much money it takes to train one new person. And if that is put into wellness. Preventative. I mean, healthcare is preventative. You know, this is, I mean, not to hop around COVID, but they're just saying, you know, vitamin D, exercise, food, B, take care of your body because stress lowers your immune system. I mean, it's all about preventative. And so I think it's getting to that mindset because. I kind of see what you guys are both talking about. I feel like oh, it's a waste of time to do yoga because I can't adapt to it. It's not for me. But on the flip side, I do get if you need the opposite to counterbalance what you're putting out. So it does make sense. But I, I think exercise in general, like exercise, yoga, meditation, you've got to find a way to calm the stress and calm your mind for more clarity. But wellness is not just about exercise. It's also about, you know, sleep. I know it all kind of works together synergistically, but let's, let's, let's talk about the nutrition part of wellness. Sure. Yeah. Nutrition is a key component as well, because when you talk about immunity, there's foods that can boost immunity. There's foods that could boost our energy. So we're, you know, looking at food as a resource you know, versus maybe just 
10 cups of coffee throughout the day. (laughs) So yes, nutrition is a, a huge piece of it. And there's so much that goes into gut health that impacts our day, you know, sleep, energy. So it's, it is all connected. Do you guys touch base on nutrition and like, like from a nutritionist standpoint and vitamins? Cause like, you know, I started to like turmeric. Turmeric is good for inflammation and joints. And so are you, is your company kind of touching on all these focal points for well-rounded or is it really just on the yoga, the mindset? No, we, nutrition's a key component of what we offer. Um, As far as the actual topics, we try to customize it based on what that company wants. So you may get a group of employees who want more of the nutrition 101 basics, or you might have people that, you know, or you feel like they know the basics of healthy eating, but they want to know more about vegetarian recipes or foods that boost immunity. So we try to come up with different topics based on the feedback that we get from the employees and what they're looking for. Yeah, that's great. Um, so now if, if we're not a big corporation, we, you can't, I mean, there's, I know there's a lot out there, but with daily dose, since you do kind of incorporate all aspects of wellness, unless you're going through corporate wellness, people can't really access the information from you right we we do focus on businesses but we did a virtual health fair this year and that was something that we opened up to individuals as well what the whole reason behind that was we since offices were still staying closed in the fall that's typically when a lot of companies put on their health fairs So we thought since companies can't do an in-person health fair, why don't we bring all the information to people in a virtual way? So we had a two-day health fair. We had 10 different speakers on all different topics. We had an ergonomist tell you how to set up your home office. We had someone talk about acupuncture and different ways that you could relieve things like headaches just by different acupressure points you can do right at home. So it was so great to have so many different topics covered. And that one we did open up to individuals, but typically we are targeted towards companies, but we're, we're trying to do more virtual events that could be accessible to more people, even like a smaller business that might not have a full budget for wellness. We're doing a lunch and learn series of seminars. We just put out our calendar for next year, January through May, we have about 20 different topics that we're going to be covering. So that's something that, you know, pretty much anyone can access. Yeah, that's great. And, and your site mentions a lot of other things. So you mentioned massage and oils and ergonomics. What are, there's gotta be one or two things that you're just thinking, you know, everyone could easily do this. They just don't think about it. What would those gems be? If you could put something on a fortune cookie that says, hey, do this every day and it will change your, your afternoon. What, what, I'm just curious, what would those be? <laughs> well, I, I do have to go back to meditation, but since I already mentioned that, I know you had an interest, Michelle, in essential oils. And I, do. I think that is something so easy that people can incorporate into 
their day-to-day, you know, just buying a diffuser and then a set of essential oils. And that really could boost your mood. Each essential oil is for a, a specific thing. So um, depending on what you're looking to do, that could really help. It could help with the sleep, Sarah. You mentioned how people are struggling to sleep. So, and combining them, you know, put on your meditation app and do a meditation with your essential oils next to your bed, you know, right before you go to sleep. And that is really going to help you be able to sustain that, that sleep throughout the night. You hear that, Sarah? Diffuser added to cart. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I love the Let's go. your bedside. I had one and I used it every night, which is like the lavender and stuff. Really? Um, yeah, I have to, they're super cute. Like this, this little white one, like a snow globe, with little gold antlers. I'll see if I can find it and completely send it to you because it is super <laughs> cute. And then I have like lavender spray for pillows, but Ugh, I just also think I just need new pillows for my bed, but I, I do like those little diffusers. It just kind of mists out at you, but I never really right. knew if those things worked or not. Well, I will say you have to make sure that you're getting therapeutic grade oils. So there's two companies that are pretty much the two reputable companies, Young Living and Deterra that have therapeutic grade essential oils. Now, I'll be honest with you, ladies, when I first bought essential oils, I bought my diffuser and my oils from Marshalls. And then I came to find out Same. that they're not real oils. So, so, so I'm passing on my information to you all. No, it's helpful. <laughs> so funny. So where is so, it? Sorry, Michelle. Just really quickly also, you also mentioned acupuncture. So is that something that someone can do themselves? Not acupuncture. So acupuncture requires very thin needles that you would need to do on site with a licensed acupuncturist. But acupressure is basically targeting certain points, the same points they would with the needles, but instead you use your fingertips. And that's a way that you can, they have different points for boosting immunity, for relieving headaches, for relieving menstrual cramps. So this is all things that you can do right at home if you know the points Great. to do for each of those. And okay, once again, Sarah, so I took- we're talking natural remedies. Right. Yeah. It's just so funny because like, I, am not, I am not into acupuncture for some reason. I never have been. You've tried it, Sarah? No, I just, I can never, I don't know. I just, I can never get... My head, I mean, look, I'm, this is going to sound really bad, but we're in LA. If I'm going to get needles put into my face, I'm going for Botox for immediate gratification <laughs> and it relieves the headaches. There it's you go, Glamour not, Girl. It's clearly not going to be, there you, you know, go. and I, I get it. I get it's Western medicine and I get people to like acupuncture, but I don't want to be a cupid all sitting there with my mind race with little needles. I want Botox and go, you know, that I'm happy. It's immediate. <laughs> And then I'm out the door. So I am not a good spokesperson ambassador for a uh, Botox or for um. We'll stick with the oils with you. Yeah, yeah. For the <laughs> Michelle, have you tried acupuncture? Oh, I have, I have. Yeah, I've used it a couple of different times, and I think it makes sense. I, I don't think I did it enough to achieve the full benefits of it. But yeah, Sarah, I I did could tell a difference whether it was real or perceived, and I think it was real. 
the body is almost like another person. And it does make sense. If you give the body what it needs, it will do what you want. But we we do stress it to a breaking point and then just try to prop it up, like you said, Georgia, with pills or with caffeine. So this has been a year where I think everyone is resetting and going, all right, let me just be a better, more well-balanced person. And, and just as a byproduct, we end up being more productive and efficient, which is what we were shooting for in reverse order. Right. And to go back to what you said earlier, Michelle, when you had asked, you know, what's the benefit of having something scheduled during the workday? Think back. So if you're working in an office and they have an acupuncturist come on site and Sarah, they said to you, hey, there's free acupuncture today if you want to try it during the workday, think about how that might change, whether or not you show up for that versus you can schedule an appointment outside of work on your own time. And I would, still, thing, say, I would, still, say no to, I would still say no to acupuncture. <laughs> she said no, if, it was a Botox, if it was a Botox bar coming through the office, Sarah, that would be a different story. Oh my yeah, God, yeah. That, would actually, that would actually be a brilliant idea, Meet a Botox bar. <laughs> Like the next, ladies and gentlemen, at access mm-hmm. at access offices. Right. No, but but this, you know, how long Georgia has this concept of corporate wellness really been a thing in America? Like this was definitely not a thing of the sixties, seventies, eighties. You know, so what what the, what caused the shift? When has this really become a thing in the United States corporate America? You know, I I've seen it with a lot of the startups that are trying to attract younger talent that they are having Mm. these benefits now, like, oh, free healthy snacks in the lunchroom and yoga classes and a masseuse that comes to the office and it's really helping them attract good talent and new talent and that's allowing them to be more competitive. So I kind of feel like it's when all of the startups were booming But I think with COVID, more businesses are starting to take it seriously because it's no longer, hey, we have this nice benefit for people who want to go to the gym during lunch. But now with the mental component, you know, people's mental health is declining. Ever since the pandemic, they're showing a 33% mental decline in people. And then you have added substance abuse depression's rising because people are isolated. So I don't think it's something that can be ignored for much longer. So I think now companies, there's a shift and they're addressing that need. But before I think it was a nice perk to help recruit talent. Got to thank the Gen X and millennial bosses, right? Everybody wants to be healthier. I mean, you know, so I think having healthier snacks, you know, nutrition at work, because people just want to eat crappy food or stuff. You know, they have that late afternoon lag time, you know. And so I was told by somebody, always walk out at noon because you're circadian rhythm, right? As the sun's at its highest at the peak is the best time to go out and clear your head right now. So I love the fact that we can get out, walk around right now more than ever, because I think everybody is most part staying at home, working from home, figuring it out. So I think we have access to sun and outdoors and like healthy stuff and teas that you normally wouldn't have access to in an office. Because a lot of people, you know, in smaller companies or in like an executive suites, there's a lot of junk food. It's not so much healthy. So I do think that healthier alternative 
I mean, not to go completely like, you know, vegan and all that stuff, but I just think healthier in general all around to help you mentally and physically. I think it's smarter to incorporate that into the workspace, no matter what you're doing. Exactly. Because that's where people are spending so much of their day. So if, if it's something else they feel like they need to do after work, then it's, it's just going to get deprioritized. But if it's, Hey, you know, afternoon break, you could do this meditation or yoga class, you know, instead of being at your desk, I mean, who wouldn't want to take well, a break? But if the thing the company is too, we're not at the gym having to go take a shower, put on makeup and get our gland up and run to a meeting. We're at home. So basically who's going to see you? I mean, I do, I could go work out in the day and I have or go for a hike or I could still be in a ponytail and no makeup and still work at home. So I do think there's no excuse to not take better care of yourself this past year more than ever, because it is a little bit easier to have accessibility and not worrying so much about going to the gym, taking a shower, putting on makeup, being presentable. You could be on a conference call and go back to work grungy from a workout. You know what I'm saying? So right. we got to kind of re kind of reshuffle the decks on this. Of, yeah. There's no excuse to not take a healthier approach to your life while we're at home. And plus with COVID, well, why would you not want to? Well, daily dose is the way to do it. So now, now we know where our starting point is. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so funny. It's, um, so for anybody, I mean, you guys are very simply focused over there, but for anybody who wants more information because corporate wellness or not, they could be anywhere. Where is a good place to reach you at? Uh, people can email me directly. My email is georgia at dailydose-wellness.com. I'm on LinkedIn as well. And we have a, a Daily Dose Wellness page on LinkedIn that we're always sharing statistics and info on what you can be doing to help help keep yourself and others healthy. And then our website, of course, is dailydose-wellness.com. Now, do you, what were your future plans for the company going into 2021? So a lot of the feedback we're getting is that businesses are likely going to stay closed for at least another six months. So we're continuing to pitch our services virtually. And beyond that, beyond the, when I say our services, that would be monthly nutrition, yoga, that sort of thing, which is really our bread and butter. But this year we did a few lunch and learns that were successful and that people liked that they were 30-minute short circuits with information. And like I said, that would be something good for maybe a smaller company that doesn't have the budget to invest completely in a full wellness program. So that's something we'll be doing starting in January. We have about five topics each month. And we're doing lunch and learn subscriptions where you can sign up for one a month or unlimited a month. So that's a nice, nice, nice. value add for employees. Yeah, and I think it's always good to get little Great. tips and little things to do along the way. Like I've talked to so many people in the health and fitness space you know, that we work with. And one of the things I never thought of is like lemons, because once you ingest lemons, it turns into an alkaline and it's good for your body. So every morning, a friend of mine started saying, Slice up a bunch of lemons, squeeze them into a jar with water. They put a little bit of agave just to kick the bitterness. And every morning in the past like two months, the, instead of drinking coffee like I used to do, I would drink this lemon and water. 
every morning, the first thing for my skin, for my system right. and everything. So I've been starting to get into that health kick because I think I picked it up from a friend who saw just, hey, quick things, easy things you could do while at home to stay healthy. And then the other one that I picked up was I have like, I'm going mint in the back. So I take fresh mint leaves and instead of just, you know, making mint tea, I drop the mint leaves in the actual kettle of water. So it boils somebody who's a, I think a guru or somebody in the yoga industry said, (laughs) don't, don't sit there and do tea bags and don't just drop the mint leaves in your cup. A shaman told, yeah, it was a shaman who said this, put the mint leaves in the kettle and then just pour it, you know, so then you're drinking the water with the properties of the mint that are already coming out from boiling it. So like I picked up these two little rituals that I try to do every single day now. Cause I feel like every little that. thing that's great on the road, but I, so I'm going to, so before, like I never have time, Georgia, but I'm going to give my, can I give my two cents on this? Sure. Because of course. You're talking about doing so many things that you're offering that I think is amazing and that I think is valuable and people need to know about. And I'm seeing a lot of stuff out there. I mean, being in PR, we see a lot of startups, you know, we talk to a lot of people, but I haven't really found a lot that at least that I've talked to that are really basing the whole overall 360 wellness that you're doing from nutrition to yoga, to meditation, stretching, sleeping. You have all these lunch classes. You have all these little things you could do. Like why not, make that available on a subscription service to mainstream public who is craving recipes and tips and little things to do that are maybe so small, but that one small thing can make a big difference. My take on that, Sarah, is I feel like there's so much out there already for individuals. For Mm -hmm. me, the, I think there's a greater need that's underserved in the corporate setting and coming from corporate, I feel like I can directly relate to that. So I want to be able to offer a resource that people are in need of. And as far as the spectrum goes, I feel that there's a greater need for corporate because there aren't as many resources available. And even just reaching out to the companies, you know, these last eight months, you know, when you're reaching out to companies, they don't know who you are. A lot of times you may not even get a reply, but I've had so many companies say, oh my gosh, we need to be doing more of this. Yes. Send me more information. So to me, that tells me that there's an underserved need for this. Whereas I, I think there is a, you know, people need it at home too. And on an individual basis, yeah, I just feel like so many so people many. aren't in offices anymore. They're all at home. They're all detached. So it's just one thing they're not going to do on another zoom or another thing. I just feel like there's such a greater mass market and with companies scaling back and hitting economic times, I just, I don't know. I think I just feel like so many people need programs like this who don't know how to access it, who don't have big corporations or there's budget issues who they just don't offer it. So I think having that on your own schedule and time would just be a tremendous opportunity, but. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy to, if people want to reach out, I'm happy to provide resources for that. I work with actually a, a nonprofit yoga organization that does free yoga classes almost every day of the week. And it's called, you call this yoga. And if anyone goes to their website, that's all gone virtual now. So that's a great resource for people who want to get acclimated into yoga. And it's a lot of the, you know, chair 
calmer yoga, more restorative that you can do at a beginner level. But yeah, if anyone's looking for information or needs a resource for things like ergonomics or nutrition, I'm happy to provide that. And like I said, with our Lunch and Learns next year, we are going to make that available to the public. So anyone can sign up for those. Nice. Okay, so just to get your last parting thoughts on this, I think I saw a photo. What is your take on goat yoga? I just crack up because they're such cute little animals. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, let's just go play. But is there really a purpose to goat yoga? I need to learn more about it. Someone sent that to me the other day. and. You know, I don't know what to take seriously, but <laughs> I do think I do think animals have an effect on us, a positive effect on us. You know, people see dogs and babies and they just go gaga over them. So <laughs> I think there could be value in incorporating a pet into yoga, but I'd have to learn more about that. I'm yeah. Not- well, I was just curious. Yoga. I have a kitty, so I'm all about cat yoga because he does the best little cat yoga stretches. So there is something to be said about having animals in your life and learning from yes. them. Yes, definitely. And one, one interesting thing, because you brought it up, we did one of our lunch and learns. We had a canine specialist who actually took us through how to different massage techniques to relieve anxiety from your dogs and cats. So something like that, that goes beyond just the traditional nutrition, working out, but having a seminar to talk about what to do when we do go back to the office. And now our pets are going to have separation anxiety because they're used to having us at home. So we really try and pull in unique topics like that, that in my opinion, they still fall under the wellness umbrella. But where can you find, you know, someone to take you through a a session, a 30-minute session on how to relieve stress from your pet? I mean, that's not as common to find out there. Yeah, but it's also going to be a big issue because like you said, you get so attached and they know you're there. It's going to be tough. It's it's a re-entry back in society is going to be just as difficult as leaving (laughs) it, I think, and being locked down. But you know what? Wellness is all about happiness, mental, physical, your, you know, your well-being at home, at the work, wherever you are. So I think every person, everything, animals that you touch or that's an impact and shapes your life and perception, it's all about being happy, you know, and keeping everybody healthy. So I I do think it's a tremendous opportunity. But Georgia, thank you so much for being on the show today. We'd love to having you want to talk about all of this. Thank you both. So we look forward to seeing you again. But for now, this is Sarah Miller with Access Entertainment and Media Mavens. Want to thank everybody for tuning in. Michelle, thank you as always for spending another Tuesday afternoon with me. Always my pleasure, Sarah. I love you tons. And Georgia, thank you for being on the Media Mavens podcast. We look forward to talking to you and following up with you after the year is out. Thank you, ladies. Stay healthy. And I hope everyone enjoys the holidays. Do not have guilt. Just let yourself enjoy whatever food you want to eat. It's going to be better for you in the long run mentally if you just let yourself enjoy the holiday time frame. Perfect. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Media Mavens podcast. If you don't want to miss an episode or download past episodes, subscribe to the Media Mavens podcast on your favorite podcast provider or on the Evergreen Podcast Network. To learn more about the podcast or our guests, log on to www.mediamavenspodcast.com.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.